Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Stephen Taylor. How are you two doing? Good. Caffeinated. Doing well. Yeah. No clowns this week, so. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no clowns. Which, honestly, I think we're better off without the clowns. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I haven't had any backlash, but I'm wondering, because, I mean, because the Terrifier movies are such a huge niche now like people love them a lot especially like genre fans like where we're broadcasting to yeah. so i was like oh am, is, am i gonna be like ill received for not liking uh, terrifier but i haven't had any backlash yet so i think I, good i think there's some people who would think they they're a little too hardcore for their own good or they lack the death that other movies do so yeah I just need a story, man. I just need some story. I need some connective tissue. I need some people to care about. You know what I mean? Like, and I just don't care mm-hmm. at a certain point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're, we're not talking clowns, but we're talking creatures this week. Uh, <laughs> you know, things that actually can be horrifying in real life. I don't know. Um, once I lived in a place that had mice, and I went to go to the, use the washroom. And, uh, when I woke up, or not when I woke up, but when I was standing at the the toilet, a mouse just, like, ran across my foot. I was like, oh my god! No. (laughs) So. That's uh, pretty terrifying. I currently live in a place with mice, and, uh, there was a mouse that, I mean, not to the extent or size, like I was kind of saying before the podcast started, of this movie that we're going to be talking about. They're, like cute little ones which is like almost kind of sad because then when you catch one in a trap you're like oh no it's so cute and now it's dead um but my husband was sitting at his computer one night a couple weeks ago and a mouse just came up and nibbled on his foot a little bit no didn't actually like bite or anything but he felt it uh and that freaked him the fuck out so yeah of unknown origin ring rings true to my life a little just a teensy bit (laughs) ah Well, yeah, that's the movie this week of Unknown Origin. Uh, Directed by George Cosmatos. And uh, you might know some of his movies like Tombstone, Rambo First Blood Part 2, or Cobra. Um, Just very much a balls-to-the-wall director. For sure, uh, yeah. This movie feels a little more subdued compared to like Rambo First Blood Part Two, but like and, and feels messier compared to all th- th- three of them. Not that that's a terrible thing, but it just in construction it feels it it totally feels off the rails. Yeah, it feels like this movie very much has like a singular goal, which is like he's got to kill the the mouse or the rat. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like that they kind of keep the metaphor too, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, what is of a Norn origin about? I mean, we've kind of alluded to it, but Bart Hughes has a 
pretty good life, a beautiful wife, a young son, a good job with promotion prospects, and a renovated brownstone in New York. When wife and child leave for a vacation, Bart inadvertently destroys the house while in pursuit of a rat. I do love how they refer to his wife and child as when wife and child leave for vacation. Like, <laughs> like they're just they're in the way of the important. plot. They're just when wife and child leave, then the plot begins. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and this feels like a very claustrophobic movie because it feels like there's like not a lot going on in the outside world. Like a lot of it takes place in their. Um, apartment or whatever they call it brownstone i never mm-hmm. heard of a brownstone before so i was like huh but uh, the 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 those those the kind of downtown city brick and mortar apart uh, you, know, you know like standalone apartment buildings and stuff okay and that's what they're alluding to with brownstone okay gotcha yeah um yeah it was the the first time both of you watch this movie for the podcast which is crazy um especially the fact that it's a peter weller movie like i love peter weller been such mm-hmm. a fan of his for a long time man he was attractive in this time though he, <laughs> he just has some he has something there's something about peter weller that really exudes a leading man aspect uh, especially i i thought i i think he's at his uh, quote-unquote dreamiest when he's constructing the bat, yeah, mm, I there's some really that. great shots of him, especially with the light glinting off his glasses and stuff. Like, there's something that just really kind of works in that, and um, he's just such a stellar actor. Yeah. Um, and large, like, like even like his mumbles and, and and the certain things that he's doing as Bart, I don't know. They just they just really really work. And uh, I also didn't know that this was Shannon Tweed's first movie. And, yeah. of course, the first scene is a shower scene with Shannon Tweed. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of amazing, because this movie kind of plays off of a few, like, horror movie tropes, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, the shower scene and whatnot. There's actually both movies have shower scenes this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Very dressed to kill opening, though. Yes. <laughs> Yes, it it was also a first watch for me for the podcast, too. I hadn't even heard of this movie before. I like the title of this movie. I still don't know how to feel about the movie itself, however. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. I I watched this movie. It was on Shudder at one point. I don't know if it is still now, but it was on, on uh, Shudder. And it was played... I just had their, like, Shudder TV on, which just plays random movies. And popped on and I was like alright I'll watch this and it was a very fun watch I definitely enjoyed watching it so um, but I haven't gone back to watch it since and I was kind of curious if I would still like it on the rewatch which largely I do I do think it definitely feels like a movie that could have probably done a bit more with the mm-hmm. idea but mm-hmm. They still kind of kept it relatively contained and good, but it's just, I kind of was like, I was expecting a bit more, I guess, in terms of, like, where they were going to take the plot, so. 
Um, yeah, I I didn't really care too much about all of his job stuff for the most part. I was like, meh, he's he's a salary man. I want to see him fight this fucking rat. That's what I want to see. I, all the scenes where he fights the rat, or like the rat fucks with him in a certain way, and he like goes a little bit insane. Like that was the best part of this movie. Um, everything else, the the weird side plot where he kind of cheats on his wife with his. Is she a secretary or something? I can't yeah. even really remember. I was like, what? Bleh, where's the rat? I I want the rat. <laughs> and the thing is, too, it's like, not, no one really dies in this. So, I don't know. No, no, exactly. Except for, except for the rat. Yeah. Um, but I I thought, I think it would have been, I don't know. There's some, there's like missed opportunities in it, I think. Because, um, I mean, this rat seems to be everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So, he goes in this thing and kills the rat. Oh, I think it would have been a bit be like a a cool end revealed be like that it's like a family of them. Yeah. Ooh. That there's multiple rats and he killed just one, because the rat like like honestly it seems to be absolutely everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everywhere it needs to be. So wouldn't it a better way just to be revealed that there's not just one rat? Re- reveal that there's a rat family just as his family is coming home. Yes. Yes, exactly. And the end is so goddamn innocuous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What are you wearing? Oh, don't worry about it. You're going to catch a chill. Ah, don't worry about it. It goes inside. What happened? And that's it. Credits roll. I, I think the very last line of the movie, he says something like, oh, I had a party or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. It's, it's so, so, it's, <laughs> it's so throwaway. Yeah, very anticlimactic. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> I think a little of... more that a party happened in there, but all right. I kind of needed a little bit more stakes, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying they should have killed the kid, but <laughs> if they killed the kid, that would justify him going crazier. Like, I kind of felt like I needed a bit more of, like, a push for him being crazy. Because, like, yeah. I-, I get it, like having an infestation of something is going to be very annoying, but like, or not even kill the kid, but just have the kid get injured or something. Like, give him a little bit more of a driving force to be like, this is why I'm going to tear apart my place. Yeah. Mm. So. Or... Was the, was the birthday cake dream sequence. Oh, which was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. There were a surprising number of dream sequences in this movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. so many. Kind of felt um, like it was there to pad the runtime a bit. Like this movie's too short. You know what you should add? Dream sequences. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess at that point he is kind of going crazy, so he's having like weird dream hallucination things. But uh, rat coming out of a cake uh, as the actual plot would have been fun too. hundred percent. Yeah. Or have the rat kill the wife. If you're going to introduce this other love interest, then that's a great. That's a great in if you kill the wife first then he can uh bring his hot secretary in and they can both kill the rat together in a rampage that would have been fun what's interesting about this movie is it was written by brian tagger who also wrote poltergeist 3 and visiting hours and i'm kind i'm like i hate to say this but i think the writer is where the problem is the direction on this is great the acting is great but i just i'm like i don't know i think the writing on this movie could have could have used some work, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, we got one email. This, I guess, not that surprising. I don't think many people have heard of this movie, but 
Henry says, first time watched, liked it, felt the concept ran through thin quickly. And I think we all kind of agree on that. But mm -hmm. this almost seems like it could be like an anthology story. Like it's not quite long enough for like a full runtime, or at least as is, but like it also still has some good stuff going for it, but mm. Oh man, like like in ghost movies where there's always a string of previous families that have lived in the house. Just do that but with a rat instead of a ghost. Yeah. So then this family moves out and then another moves in and they're like, Wait, have you heard of there there's a rat. There's a rat, be careful. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Or it terrorizes the neighborhood. Oh like, yeah. With every brownstone that's connected to each other. Yeah, because as I know firsthand, rats can chew through walls and get right into your neighbor's apartment exactly. super easy. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think it, it was detrimental to watch um, arachnophobia before this because arachnophobia is so. I mean, we'll get into it obviously later, but it's so well, so well constructed. Yes. That I think you notice the holes in of unknown origin though i really do love the title card stacking yeah it's just i don't know i'm a geek I, i'm a geek for that kind of stuff <laughs> and i just like for me all i saw is ooh <laughs> like i just saw <laughs> the o's stand out to me yeah um this is one of stephen king's favorite movies so yeah i saw that and and then i saw someone else says it's the best rat movie ever made the best killer rat movie. I mean, there's not many. The, the picture well, like <laughs> Ben and Willard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would definitely put this above Willard. I've seen Willard. And, and, uh, and uh, Graveyard Shift. Oh, gosh. I almost <laughs> forgot about that movie. Yeah, I put you guys through that and then bailed on the episode. So. Uh, oh, was... yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I, I the see what the competition is i would say this is probably the best rat movie um favorite quote i wrote down one because i laughed so fucking hard i had to pause the movie to laugh and then resume it which is watch him weep you furry fucker oh yeah. yes that, that was... i have that written one written down as well <laughs> yeah me too yeah, i really really like that line like all of his all of his lines are so well delivered because Peter oh, yeah. Weller, I mean, he it's just his background and everything. Like, I believe he's like a he, he was like a stage guy, mm -hmm. and I don't just just the way the 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 atmosphere in which he gives his lines. I like he is so goddamn good. Even a movie that even in a movie that's not fantastic, I, I won't say that this movie this movie is entertaining, but it definitely is nowhere near fantastic. Um, yeah, it's he's still got so many good lines like. Um, uh, you never said anything about rubber gloves, you boneheaded fart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Or keep it up, just keep it up. I've got friends in Jersey. Oh, yeah, that one was the best because that's he was talking to the rat when he said that. Yeah. <laughs> he's threatening him with a mob? Yeah. What, Dude, what I, does Bart I... do? Like, <laughs> I'm, Maybe I was in a fever when I thought I heard this, but I thought at one point... His character says to the rat that he smoked weed or something. Like he says it like, like a thing of like, yeah. 
I can't remember if I actually happened or that was just my own stone. Like he's trying to one up the rat. Well, I smoked weed. I forget, I forget the actual line. That's why I didn't put it. But I was like, I'm pretty sure I heard a line at one point that was like him being like, yeah, well, rat, I smoked some weed or something like that. Um, yeah, don't watch this movie, Stoned. That's basically. Uh, <laughs> I, I feel like. You have in, like a, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, in general, this movie's probably fine to watch Stoned. It's just you're going to lose focus during some of the parts where he's not fighting the rat. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And all of those coverage pickups of rat legs and teeth and, and weird shit oh, like that is just yeah. going to mess with you. Mm hmm. The sounds, the sounds of the yeah. rat chewing. Oh, and like the sounds of the rat chewing through the walls when he can hear it. Like mm -hmm. those are real. That, that sounds real. That sounds like an actual rat chewing or scratching, which is very off-putting when you're watching this movie. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, any other favorite lines? I, I mean, most of Bart's script is really great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially when he's starting to lose his shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and he, he just, he has kind of the best. Oh, and there's a, Lawrence Dane has a really weird scene where he says he's going to um, push uh, Bart's deadline two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then he does this weird, like, gesture to the office right before they cut the scene. I was like, what was that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just doing a little work, hanky panky, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Peter Weller. I mean, when it comes to best performance, I mean, Peter Weller basically carries this movie from beginning yes. to end. I mean, the other actors and actresses are good, maybe not great, but good. But Peter Weller, just like, I could see why people would watch this and start putting him in a bunch of other stuff, like. Definitely, this would have come before RoboCop. I don't know if it came before... Oh, yeah, definitely before RoboCop. Buckaroo Banzai. No. I know mm, not a lot of people love that this movie. Is, this is 83, right? Yes. Yeah, so I love Buckaroo Banzai. That is well, a... this, this is... Yeah, this is definitely because uh, Of Unknown Origin is actually credited as Peter Weller's first uh, leading film role. Okay. Then, yeah, because I think Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai was 84, so a year after this. Yep. So. And such an amazing movie. Uh, movie. Not a horror movie, but a movie you definitely should not watch stoned. Trust no, me. No, for sure. Oh, yeah. man, do I love it. Yeah. Um, best kill? The rat. The I rat. Guess. Oh, but the, the cat also got killed at one point, too, which I don't know if we see it, but we see the aftermath of, like, True. the cat. Like, oh, was it on the frit? I can't remember where the, the rat left the cat, but it was it was pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I also wrote down, I also wrote down um, Weller's sanity in this as, <laughs> as a best kill. Although he does get, seem to get it back by the end, so maybe it's not totally dead. This is true. Sometimes we just have bad weeks or whatever, however long it was. So. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, dumbest decision. Oh. This one's a little tough for me because I feel like everything he does like kind of makes sense for him. I don't know if it's necessarily dumb, but it makes sense for him. Mm 
Mm. Yeah, the the only one that I really wrote down was um, when he was like blindly reaching into that model house where the trap was with his fingers and then, you know, that's maybe yeah. not such a great idea when you know that you have a, a mouse trap in there that can fucking decapitate a doll. Like, yeah, those were gnarly traps, too. Oh, my yeah. God. Those were serrated and just, oh, ugly, ugly. Yeah, I, I definitely would go with that scene. Um, and I was cringing the entire time. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh. Especially when you see it getting closer. I really like that they didn't, they did a cutaway for when it snapped. Because mm. it, it's much more effective to be on him than to see the finger snapped, I mm. think. 100%. I kind of wish he had, I, it, this sounds terrible out of context, but I kind of wish he had lost a finger, though. <laughs> <laughs> Would it, it would have put the stakes up more if he's just like got this gnarly stump that's bleeding. Mm -hmm. Right. Also, what the hell would his wife have said if she had come home and seen him without a fucking finger? That would right? have been insane. Yeah. Right. Um. Okay. I think it's time to rate of unknown origin. My score will not be unknown. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give it like a seven out of ten. I thought it was okay. I don't think it's like nearly like the must watch that some other horror movies are. This would be like for me at least like a deep cut. Like you, you dig this one up if you haven't really you you've watched some creature movies and you kind of want to go mm -hmm. for some deeper ones. This is maybe not yeah your first choice, but I still don't regret watching it. It's still a good time. If anything, it kind of gives you an appreciation of Peter Weller and just how great of an actor he yeah. is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I there were definitely some points of this movie where I got a little bored. Um, but in general, like, this would be a good movie to put on, like, in the background as you're doing other things. Because then you can just kind of totally. tune out during the scenes where he's at work or something like that. And then just come back for when he's beating the shit out of a rat. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what I want to rate this. I feel like I might go with, like, a 6.5 for this. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with a seven just because Peter Weller is really great in it, and it's just a good showcasing of him, especially in his first like major role. Um, it is definitely uneven and all over the place, um, but he manages to keep it grounded. And I do enjoy that the metaphor is always kind of like on display, like that the brat is really. Like a good symbol for his his workaholic nature. Does yeah. he get over that? We don't even know if he gets over that. We don't even know if <laughs> if like he's like more value putting placing more value on his family than his job. Like we don't we don't know shit when we exit that movie because it's no. so quick and it, like he literally kills the rat and then like a minute later we're in credits. Yeah, yeah. like it is so freaking quick. So there is no real resolution besides this rat getting massacred by Bart. That's that's about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I just some of it's just too little. Some of it's underwritten. Um, but, yeah, Peter Weller keeps it together. Nice. Okay. Well, yeah. Steve, where can people find you in the internet? Yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Steve Dead. You can also find me 
on uh, Letterbox under the same, um, and I am on the shift every uh, every Thursday at uh, 11 p.m. Pacific time uh, with Shane Hewitt uh, doing my movie thing, uh, and that one's nationwide. So anywhere in Canada, just kind of Google that one. You can find uh, the podcast the next day of it as well. And yeah, that's it. Nice. Ted, where can people find you in the internet? Um, I am occasionally on Instagram and Twitch under the username Techronomicon. I upload scores from the movies we, we cover on the podcast on my letterbox under the username Cersianic. And I have a blog where one day I will soup it up and it'll look super nice. And I usually update it if I'm doing anything else interesting. So check that out, cersianic.home.blog. And I'm over at 3ingrednerds.com where almost every other day I've got our content going up, including an interview with the directors from Missing. So you can go check that out. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Twitter, Film Critic Kurt, Fatal Koala on Letterboxd, where I'm, you, I'm sure you can find my thoughts on many of films. That's the thing about, like, sometimes I'll find a movie on Letterboxd and I'm like, oh, that's what Steve thought of this movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Taylor thought. It's kind of nice because sometimes you just see it right away when you just log into the page there, so. Cool. Uh, Well, until next time, everybody, bye for now.